1: Way, shape or form
2: it's you better you bet presented by betmgm
1: it is a phenomenal Friday. It is, you better, you bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends over at Stadium. And it's going to be a badass two hours of wagertainment coming your way. 40 minutes from now, our pal Johnny Venezia is going to stop by giving us college baseball bets for the weekend and maybe some college baseball futures as well. And if you're out there watching or listening and saying, well, I don't know anything about college baseball, that's okay. Like, I don't either. Johnny does though, and he follows this as if his very life depends on it. Johnny's going to give us some bets coming up, not just for this weekend, but moving forward in college baseball. And we had some great sweats in Omaha last year for the College World Series. That's what they call it, right? What What did I screw up last year when I kept like getting the name you, of it wrong?
0: You You uh, You referred to even the start of the tournament as the College World Series, <laughs> but they actually they have to play like the regionals and the super regionals, and that's then how important like, I think it is. And they go to the That's College World That's how important I think yeah. it
1: is. The whole thing's yeah. the College
0: World Series. It's all the love World it. It's every, every game is Game 7. Then that <laughs> applies to College game World seven. Seven, too, right?
1: Absolutely love it. So Johnny V will join us coming up later this hour. Uh, next hour on the show, we're going to take your, our listener and viewer, your thoughts on what we're going to see happen in the NCAA tournament. Also, you could give us a bet for this weekend in College Hoops if you'd like as well. So on YouTube and Twitch, and we know there are a lot of people watching on YouTube and Twitch because there always are. And if you want to be part of the show, why wouldn't you? You bet, like you like sports. Tell us right now, type it into the chat, what the bet is, what the take is, and why. For example, you could say, I think this is the year Purdue's winning the national championship, and here's why. You could also say, I think Purdue's going to crash out on the first round, and here's why. And maybe Ken Barkley will agree with you. We'll talk about it later in the show. So could be your favorite bet for a game coming up tomorrow in College Hoops, something for conference tournaments, something for the NCAA tournament. Let us know what it is, youtube.com backslash sports. twitch.tv backslash betql. We'll shout you out, and we'll talk about it coming up later in the show. Power Hour, Final Hour, will feature all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now. It's been too long since we talked to him. For me, it's been a couple weeks, right? He we was off last week, so I haven't spoken to yeah. this guy since Super Bowl week. It is amazing to welcome back to the show the one, the only, Pro Sports Better, featured by our friends over at The Hammer, where he co-hosted this week, Circles Off, with our pal Rob Bazzola, two of our favorites here, on You Better, You Bet. The great Joey Kanish joins us now on the show on Twitter at Kanish 22 Kanish, welcome back to You Better, You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How the hell are you? <laughs> too long since I've seen the family, baby.
2: Fanatical. It's not a football Friday, but it's a Friday just as good. Very good to be back here on YBYB. And, uh, you know, ready to get in, uh, whatever we got on the board, baby.
0: Well, let me ask you this, Kanish, first, just like kind of an old topic, but it's been a couple of weeks since we talked to you. Like, how, how'd your Super Bowl go? Did we even talk on the show? Like, do you bet a lot of Super Bowl props that aren't just like, Someone told you how long the national anthem is, or something like that. Did you did you bet a lot of stuff? How did uh, how did Chiefs Niners go for you?
2: Uh, you know what? We actually, and we talked about it week before on the show. Um, I, I didn't go that crazy with the props, but we were all on the Chiefs Chiefs side, Chiefs money line, and the under. Uh, So you know what? The the Super Bowl went pretty well, and I haven't been on since uh, since Lachmus gave us those great uh, award <laughs> gifts. Uh, one, of, one of the all-time uh, great nights in, in betting. Uh, I, I can't, can't say, I, I almost, honestly, if you guys wouldn't have had, like, Super Bowl, like, celebrity guests all week, I almost texted you and be like, just give me five minutes to come on so we can victory lap and lap each other up for a la- and I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> we, we, we all got so much fun. Like, I didn't even want one to laugh for five minutes and uh, reminisce and not really talk about But it. was it was hard to get, you know, Tim Howard off the schedule to, uh, for, for Joey Tate to, to come on and lather up.
1: I don't know, man. We had a couple open segments that Friday that Ken and I had to fill. We no, definitely we would have had you on for a couple minutes on that, uh, that final. <laughs>
0: Kanish sent me a photo from a sports book cashing the st- Stefanski, which was like a big deal for both of us. And just, it was like, it, I think it was literally just to me, and it was the photo with the balance that was cashed, and just like, thank you, <laughs> it was just like the <laughs> note. And I was like, Jesus. So, yeah, you know, like, a lot, lot of people want a lot of money. Kanish, me, it was- Nick. It- Everybody else it was great.
1: Really, 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 really fantastic. And Kanish, like, here's the, the best thing about betting is it's on to the next, man. Like we yeah. got our winnings there and that was really awesome. And now we can make some more bets and hopefully cash some, some more money, uh, some more tickets and win some more money. Uh, and let's let's do that now here with you here, my friends, And let's at least start doing that. Um, it's going to be a hodgepodge here. I actually don't know what Ken wants to ask you over the course of this interview. Um, I know what I, one of the things I definitely wanted to ask you, though. You texted me earlier this week asking me about your new defensive coordinator at the University of Michigan, who's my former defensive coordinator as a New York Giants fan, Wink Martindale. And you're like, hey, like, what, do you, what do you think of Wink Martindale? And I'm saying, like, I basically, like, I – and I've said this on the show also. I think he's a really great coach. I think he gets himself into trouble because he tries to politic too much. He leaks stuff to the media. He did it in Baltimore. He did it with the Giants. But I think he's an awesome coach. And, at, and at, in college where if you just have the talent advantage, like, you win – I I think he's going to be great. And, Kanish, you had a tweet earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, that I thought was fascinating. You were talking about Michigan retaining uh, Jack Tuttle, Mr. Son, and how you think he might be their starting quarterback coming up this season, and you think that's a good thing. So, Kanish, everyone's talking about Ohio State now going into this college football season, right? It's it's title or bust for Ryan Day. Chip Kelly's the offensive coordinator, and everyone's, like, crowning Ohio State. Georgia's the favorite, but everyone loves Ohio State now. I'm kind of like, not so fast here, man. Is Michigan going to be better than Ohio State again, even with Jimmy Harbaugh coaching the L.A. Chargers? Where are you at right now with the Michigan Wolverines as we head into the offseason in college football?
2: You know, I'm... I'm a lot more optimistic than I was maybe two weeks ago. I, I agree. I, I think the Martindale, just for a year to come in, it's the same defense. They they brought back Also, they didn't lose. You know, Alabama loses Saban. They had their 30-day window. They got rated, absolutely rated. Uh, and word on the street was that uh, once, once Michigan's window opened and Harbaugh left, it, you know, Harbaugh wasn't a big donor NIL cutting checks guy. Once he was out the door – the word on the street was that they were – some kids got got themselves a little chunk of money, which I'm fine with because they come back. Listen, I, I, there's some – I know I tweeted out the other day there's some game of the year prices. Uh, the guy, you know, Power who I do the show with, thinks they will even get a better price. I'm not saying they'll be better than Ohio State. I'm saying in that game, no matter what happens throughout the duration of the season, if you're going to give me 7.5, 10, 11 for Michigan to go in – and have Ryan Day with literally his career on the line in a game he's lost three years in a row, and I'm going to get that kind of price, you give it to me all day. So I already took a little piece to seven and a half. I'll be back for more if we get a better number. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to beat him, but there ain't no way there's a touchdown separating these teams anymore. I'll tell you that.
0: We haven't even seen, like, Will Howard play for Ohio State yet. <laughs> like, they, like, they can be, their ceiling is to be the best, but we haven't even seen it yet to your point about like more than a touchdown in a game against like a rival team and Michigan, maybe we're not totally sure who their starting quarterback is going to be next year either. Kanish, because the guy who started for them championship season last year, JJ McCarthy going to be in the NFL draft. I'm sure you have read a lot of the press clippings about a lot of teams really like JJ McCarthy. Is he actually going to go, like, in the top three? Our teams going to trade up for him? A lot of love for the sort of former Michigan quarterback turned maybe NFL star draft prospect. What's what's your best guess for how this plays out? Maybe fandom aside, like, d- does that make sense to you? Like, do you think he could go early? Have you bet on him to go uh, earlier than, than maybe people expect? J.J. McCarthy in the this April's draft? I, I mean, this is one lot I
2: think you got to – you're probably going to see it. I mean, this is all the buzz, right? Go, him go – a lot higher uh and i think almost maybe not maybe not everybody expects because it it's so in. but you know what he's he's got the polish he's got the you know the interview skills you know he's got the he's got the chin He got the the qb chin that uh, you know i mean you go most of the i mean we know how uh, most of these owners are older guys they, you put him in a room with a bunch of you know owners and football guys and people are gonna you know fall all over themselves for this kid so I think if he shows enough in the pre-draft process, he's got a chance to be, you know, a top ten, top five pick. Now, what if, if, if Joey Hayes run the team? Would I take? Would I take a guy that, you know, basically won a national title on the back of, you know, a team that runs the ball 80 times a game? No, no, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I mean, he reminds me a lot, and this not not in a, not in a great way. I wouldn't say like it, of the Jimmy Clausen, like kinda Ooh, kind of undersized, kind of all prodigy kind of like. I just I, I'm and not listen. I'm not I'm not. He's great college. He led Michigan. Did did a great. I just in terms of like star NFL player, I just don't see it. But with that said, if you're betting on the draft and you're giving me, uh, you know, I, I don't see a lot of over unders aren't out yet. But I, I would be shocked if he fell outside the, the top ten or fifteen at this point.
1: I think Jimmy Clausen is the only uh, rookie quarterback in Panthers history that had a worse opening season than Bryce Young did. Uh, so yeah, not great for J.J. Uh, a rough pro player comparison for uh, for J.J. McCarthy from Kanish for Jimmy Clausen. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday talking all things sports betting with our friend pro sports better Joey Kanish from The Hammer on Twitter at Joey kanish 22 So Kanish, you mentioned, like the, I haven't seen and I and I look like every day, uh, there is not a robust market as of yet for the NFL draft. Um, and maybe we'll start to get more stuff popular after the NFL Combine coming up next weekend, now I don't know if the Costos Moles are as are as are burrowed and ferreted in as deep as the Kanishi Moles are. I heard a couple interesting things this week, like like some teams may prefer Malik Neighbors to Marvin Harrison, not not definitely, but just like starting to hear some whispers on stuff. So it's not like I can make a bet on anything right now. But Kanish, are the Kanishi Moles telling you anything of it's of any interest at all right now as it concerns the NFL Draft?
2: you know i think and we just talked about jj mccarthy some of the early stuff i hear is i don't there's been this like kind of anti drake may sentiment a little bit out there and that that kind of goes against what what some of the early early mole stuff is now as, as everybody you know kind of gets down by gets their draft board together that kind of can change but i'm not totally buying uh that, that Drake May is going to, you know, some of this stuff that he, he might fall. You could see a Jaden Daniels, any of that. um I, I would say the early side of things is that there's – I had I heard a little bit that there are a few teams, not number one, but a few teams that, that like Drake May better than Caleb Williams. So I, I think there's there's definitely some, some – a little bit of uh, the early smoke coming out there in terms of maybe, you know, like for as much as like glowing stuff we've heard about J.J. McCarthy – I would be shocked if he went. Ahead. I would be shocked if he went ahead of Drake May, just in, ter- in terms of uh, like, what, what you have been able to do on the field. What some things I've heard. So, still think McCarthy can go up there, uh, but I-, I would, I would still feel pretty confident in May being the second QB off the board at the moment.
0: We have a uh, we have a few minutes left, Kanish. Uh, we, why don't we do the bets first that you like? Maybe we can do a couple of random things after. Sometimes I feel like we give you like ten seconds, and I actually kind of care what the bet is. Do you have any, it's it's a little bit of a slow night in hockey. There's only a few games. I don't know if uh, Joey Blades of Steel or whatever is, is coming out. There's a, a good amount of college hoops for a Friday, at least. We have openers for tomorrow in college basketball. Anything that you've been sent that you're percolating on a little bit for tomorrow or for tonight?
2: Well, I, I hate to scoop. Uh, you know, my, my Italian friends coming up in the next segment of the college base. I don't know, John Donnie's been. Me and Johnny might be going out for meatballs to discuss. You know, college baseball tonight. Uh, I didn't know we, we had a college baseball for coming on the show, but a few Joey bases. Uh, Joey bases got a couple in the chamber tonight. First one, I think Price still around. Oh, hi, listen, they may not, they may be fraud. they may be fugazi on the football field. But on the diamond, baby, give me Ohio State tonight, plus 140, plus 150. I think uh, the king of sports books, that MGM has them plus 140 uh, and plus one and a half on the run line. Give me a little buck, guys, tonight, uh, you know, to, to get Brutus out there and, uh, you know, get Ohio State. Hey, they're not the goods on the gridiron, baby. But on the diamond, I think it's at Arizona State. Give me Ohio State tonight, uh, getting a plus 140 and one and a half on the run line.
1: Give us one other bet that you like, either for tonight or the weekend. Condition: thirty seconds to close.
2: What? Well, hey, we're going right, right, right back to the diamond, baby. Don't, don't. We're not stopping with one. I got, I got a full plate of college. Be- i closing. I got the bases loaded with college baseball tonight. I got college baseball coming out of my ears tonight. The uh, another one. This one starts in like forty-five minutes. East Carolina. The listen, not north, not south, east. Carolina on the money line and the under. Uh, they're playing North Carolina. Battle of the Carolinas, baby. No murder the beach today. Uh, I don't know where East. I don't know what city East is in, but uh, they're going to be they're going to be celebrating tonight uh, in in the Carolinas. East Carolina money line and the under. 12-and-a-half out there on the diamond does well
1: tonight. That is awesome. You're the best. Uh, wow. On Twitter at JoeyCondition22. Bases Loaded. Check out his word. That should be like our betting segment, which should be Bases Loaded. Uh, Doing great work for our friends at The Hammer. And be sure to check out uh, Joey Kanish hosting Circles Off this week with our pal Rob Azola, which Mm. I'm sure was awesome. I feel like I talked to both those guys all the time, so it's like I I feel like I've done the show with them. But everyone should check it out Circles Off with Kanish and The Pizza Man. Uh, Joey K., we appreciate you, brother. Best of luck with all the bets. Stay well, and we will talk to you soon.
0: Gentlemen in Stefanski, we always trust. Have a great weekend. Yeah.
1: Yes. That is, I don't, don't forget about Flacco
0: also. He was really nervous. He was like more nervous than I was. He you like all really, got together pretty well. He was well. up against it. Yeah.
1: Uh, he was, he was he up was. against it. He was. All right, coming up next, I think we have a couple other things to hit from last night in sports, yeah. and we got some rumors we got to hit as well in the National Football League.
2: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> <laughs> On the BetQL Network. he sends it in deep devils in the midst of a line change here it's a two-on-one the other way Can Score! rangers catch the devils in a line change and chris kriner capitalizes welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick Costos and ken barkley
0: on the bet ql network
1: msg network courtesy of the call last night is the rangers dominate the New Jersey Devils. Almost a shutout by Igor Shisterk, and uh, Jack Hughes gets one by him uh, like uh, towards the end of the game. But the Rangers absolutely dominate the Devils and root to a 5-1 victory last night. The ninth straight win for my Broadway blue shirts. We'll talk about results from last night in the National Hockey League. We'll spin it forward coming up here in just a second. But I want to remind our audience, BetQL adding a four-time Super Bowl champion to our network coming up tomorrow, Saturday. And that's Kansas City Chiefs defensive coordinator the great Steve Spagnolo, going to join our friends Kate Constable and Cameron Smith on the Better Angle tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern. That's Saturday 6 o'clock Eastern time. Odyssey app twitch.tv backslash BetQL wherever you get this and other fine shows on the BetQL network. And speaking of twitch.tv TV backslash betql and youtube.com backslash odyssey sports. Keep sending those college basketball bets in either for the weekend, for the NCAA tournament, for conference tournament play. Could be a take that you've got, a Final Four team, uh, like a high-seated team you think is going to go out early. Send them in, YouTube and Twitch, and our guy Mike Brown will grab them from the chat. Jake will read them coming up next hour here on You Better. You bet. Alright, let's talk some NHL Ken coming off uh, last night, and we have a couple items to discuss. We will get to Stone Cold Austin Matthews Matt Austin three sixteen says I just scored again. That's the the, that's the Leafs just slammed Vegas last night. One that's of my crazy, one of my few winners. out of the
0: gate. They pulled Aiden yeah, Hill. Was, that was crazy. Yeah,
1: it was. I I I needed that. I needed it really badly. Like, All oh, how about how about Ottinger get, gets pulled immediately in the uh, in the Stars game also. St- Stars Hurricanes. Stars I mean, Canes tomorrow. I think by a great game. There, there great are, game. If
0: you if you haven't looked at the rest of the hockey slate tomorrow, it's. Insane. I believe there are 13 games. So Rangers-Flyers, which, like, the Rangers should rightly be favored on the road, and then they are. The opener's already out. Um, But, like, a really important game for both teams, especially for the Flyers. But, like, the Rangers, like, they might be thinking, like, President's Trophy, the way that they're playing recently. Bruins-Canucks tomorrow in Vancouver. Two thou- two th-
1: the Roberto Luongo special, the 2011 right? Stanley Cup final memorial game.
0: Stars-Hurricanes, which you were talking about. Hurricanes have opened a small favorite in that game. And then we'll get to it, uh, Matthews versus McKinnon tomorrow in Colorado, which is, like, a huge game. Yeah. Absol-
1: absolutely love it. Some Saturday NHL Big yeah. sports day tomorrow. Uh, a lot of fun yeah, stuff going I on. I got it. I'm t- so I'm saying. Like, football is the best. But with football gone now, like, you really get to focus in on, like, the winter sports, I guess we can call them, right, for lack of a better phrase. And it's really, really, really exciting. It's
0: really great. A wonderful sports night last night. Like, really fun.
1: Tomorrow's going to be better, right?
0: Yeah. Well, tomorrow's just different. Like, my kids are off from school. We got, like, stuff going on. Like, last night's, like, there's no one around. It's me and the television, and that's it. Tomorrow's, like, it's all day, and I got to kind of pick and choose my spots a little bit.
1: Yeah, I got, like, another couple months of this left.
0: (laughs) Yeah, until we ever can. You're gonna have to pick and and choose your thoughts a lot. Yeah,
1: and then and then you know what I'm gonna say to my social life and to sports for a little bit. Later, suckers. Uh, All right, social life. So, so NHL from last night. So we'll talk about Austin Matthews in a second. Let's talk about the Rangers though, specifically their head coach Peter Laviolette, because don't look now, but the Rangers are now the co-favorites, right, along with the Florida Panthers to win the President's Trophy. And for people that don't remember, and it's okay if you don't, the Rangers, they beat the Devils last night. They blew uh, a, a series lead last year, a 3-1 lead against the Devils in the first round last year, um, and that caused head coach Gerard Gallant to lose his job. And then Peter Laviolette comes in for, to to manage uh, and then coach the New York Rangers. And now the Rangers look like the best team in hockey, maybe. They might win the President's Trophy and finish the regular season with the most points scored. So the Rangers' nine-game winning streak runs concurrently here with the Vancouver Canucks and their head coach, Rick Tockett, in a bit of a slide. Vancouver loses last night to the Kraken 5-2 in Seattle. Vancouver's now lost four straight games. Now, the Canucks still have the most points. They have 80. The Rangers have 79. But maybe the Rangers are going to finish with more points than Vancouver. Now, Rick Tockett is still the favorite to win the NHL Coach of the Year award, which is I'm going to the Adams Trophy.
0: So it, the Adams on, Award? on the screen, it says Jack Adams Trophy Award. It's called the Adams Award. That's <laughs> okay. Like Jack it's Adams okay. Trophy Award is like trying to like translate something from across the globe. And it like turns into Jack Adams Trophy Award, like celebration time. It's like, no, it's just the Adams Award. Like so that's what like, Gemini that's
1: like, came up with. That's what like Google's Gemini came up yes, with. Mike exactly. Brown writes in our chat, the graphics are all screwed up. How about this? Let's fix them, please. Thank you, everybody. That would, that would be great. Also, also, everyone does a great job. But like, can we get the graphics right on the screen, please? Thank you very much. Um, so, Rick Tockett is the favorite right now at minus four hundred. Ken Peter Laviolette's twenty to one right now at BetMGM. So, I I don't know if Laviolette's like can, can, the Rangers were expected to be better than the Canucks. Obviously, I don't know. It Kind of seems to me like maybe might be worth a couple bucks here to win uh, the Adams Trophy Award. Your thoughts?
0: <laughs> yeah, Trophy Award party time, USA. Uh, it's just. Uh... This one's going to be really interesting. I, that's why I wanted to ask Dennis Bernstein about it yesterday, who votes on some of this stuff. Now, the Adams, I believe, is voted on by the broadcasters. It's not voted on by, like, the media. Uh, just like the Vezinas is voted on by the general managers. They actually vote what, for, what, for people to know. What's the
1: NHL's deal with this?
0: I think they like to have a d- lot of different groups. I don't know. I'm sure it's rooted in the history of these awards somehow. Like, this group created the award, so they get to do it. Maybe something like that. What, like a, um, like a bunch
1: of play-by-play guys in the 40s were like, hey, we should have the original six. Like, which of these six guys should win the coach yeah. of the year?
0: Uh, yeah, right, I don't know. Bro. That's probably you had a one in six chance if you were betting into the market. Right. And, and my guess uh, is
1: is that uh, Jack Adams was probably the favorite. Right.
0: Yeah, my, my guess, yes, he probably, uh, yeah, knowing nothing about him, I'm sure that was part of it. Uh, yeah, this award's kind of funny because, look, we have, like, extensive polling on this, and it has been ahead basically every step of the way by some margin. It's just, like, who's in second and how close are they? And part of that's because Vancouver was, uh, I think, 11th in their conference last year. And now they're first or close to it right now. And that time of improvement and, you know, generally, like, especially media, like they like Liam McHugh came on, like he worked with Tocket for a while. There's that camaraderie that's going to show through and some of the voting that takes place in the polling that you see, too. So I, I think it's just uh, I'm not confident where we would go. Like, if so, the Canucks, you mentioned lost, they lost four in a row. They hadn't even lost three in a row this season until a couple games ago. Now they've lost four in a row. So it's like a shock to the system, sort of like what happened with the Rangers about a month ago. And I guess what I don't know is, like, what is his margin for error? So we did this with NBA Coach of the Year in the first hour. You play it out. Well, what if this team's this seed and this team's this seed? Like, who wins Coach of the Year? What do you think voters would do? And I think this one's even more difficult. I guess I would like I wonder how firmly entrenched the Tocket voter is to just like, nah, it's been a great season. Like, this is what it is. Like, how much losing does it take? And who is the candidate that could beat him with a compelling narrative and strong performance down the stretch? There are definitely some good options, like John Tortorella and the Flyers, who like I bet a lot at the start of the year and was kind of like, Am I good? I'm not sure. Carter Hart thing happens now. I'm really not sure. And they've still played really well. He, He is definitely like a very compelling candidate, who could win? But again, you uh, La Violette To your point, what there's going to be a few coaches where you go, well, what if they win the Presidents' Trophy and Vancouver doesn't? What if the Rangers win and Vancouver doesn't? What if Florida wins and Vancouver doesn't? Those would be two that stand out with those. What if Winnipeg wins and Vancouver doesn't? Um, do those coaches win instead, or is everyone just like Nah, it's it? like great story. They're really good. We we don't really know. Um, I I at least think like four in a row has to matter. It has to move him somewhat closer to the other candidates the one that i've always been drawn to sort of like if you were having an argument with somebody like and they were talking how could you win the argument i don't i don't know if you can win with like the rangers who were already really good last year the panthers made the cup final last year even though they were not like a high seed obviously they were eight seed going into the playoffs but like that that pedigree was there i always felt like tortorella could win the argument if if Tocket didn't win the president's trophy because it's a different narrative. It's not just like who's the best team, all those other teams. It's like, who's the best team? And Tocket's coming from further down. He was 11th last year. It's so like, I don't know if they can beat him in an argument, but Tortorella I think can beat him in an argument because it's something completely different. Here's a team that was basically dead last in the conference last year, does not have a lot of good players. Their starting goalie had to leave the team due to a brewing scandal and despite all of those things, they're going to not only make the playoffs, they're not going to be a wild card, probably. They're going to be in the top three in their division and make it for a guy who I believe has won this award before, or at least gotten a ton of votes previously. There's there's a likability and a buy-in to that. And that's shown through in some of the polling. Sometimes the most interesting thing about a poll isn't who comes in first. It's like who gets, who gets all the other votes, how they're distributed. And Tortorella's always gotten support as all these other candidates have kind of gone in and out and in and out of the polling, he's always gotten some support. I always found that interesting behind Tockett. So I I have a lot of him. I I think he is very live to win. I just don't know. Like sometimes it's hard for people to change their mind when they've decided Tockett is the story of this season and the Canucks of the story. Like how much losing does it take to shake someone from that belief? I don't, I don't know what the answer to that is. And their schedule for what it's worth gets Vancouver's gets. They play about a month straight at home coming up in March. So, like, all maybe not lost for them. Uh, Tortorella, I think, interesting. Laviolette a little less. But, you know, like, I, I think open-minded to a few guys. Just not sure what the margin is right now. And, and
1: keep in mind, right, with what Ken just said, what we told you the games are tomorrow in the National Hockey oh, League. Oh, time stuff. Ra- yeah. Rangers, Laviolette at Flyers, Tortorella. And the Canucks, with Tocket taking on the Boston Bruins or coming off an overtime loss on Thursday night in Calgary against the Flames. Really, really interesting stuff. You better you bet Nick and Ken here on a Friday talking Thursday night's NHL results and spinning it forward. Hashtag, you know, from the betting perspective. Uh, our guy, Stone Cold Austin Matthews. So I, I fell asleep before the end of the game last night, before the Leafs' Knights game. Yeah, in I, like missed Toronto. The, I missed
0: the goal, too. It was like 5-1 so, or whatever when I was there.
1: So whatever it is, like, I think I went to sleep and they, they were up by a lot. I was like, they were going to win the game. Eight to and and I, was like, like, the ball ball I was like, he's not going to
0: score. I was like, he's not going to score. It's like a blowout. He's not going to get a goal. Like, I don't I don't have to stay. And the Warriors were already up by a lot against the Lakers. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Put the phone away. Like, no more betting tonight. He, he probably, famous last words, he probably won't score a goal. A guy who scores a goal literally every game that he plays.
1: And 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 look, we talk about this a lot on the show. Better any better can relate to this. The phenomenon of, look, especially on the East Coast, right? Like you fall asleep at the end of a West Coast game and then you wake up and you're like checking to see what happened. Like, did I win these bets? Did a player do something I wanted him him or her to do? And uh, I'm checking so Toronto wins the game seven to three. I'm like, okay, like did Matthews get one? and he literally scored like the final goal of the game to make it like a meaningless goal to make it 7-3 at the end of the game, but like, look, no. All these goals are, have a lot of meaning behind them as Matthews tries to get to 70, uh, which hasn't been done since 92-93. Alexander Mulgillney and Timu Solani both with 76. Liam McHugh talked about this on the show on Wednesday, the host of uh, the NHL on TNT. Dennis Bernstein, an award voter from Sirius XM NHL Radio in the fourth period, flat out said on Thursday, yesterday's edition of the show, also Matthews gets to 70 goals, he's voting for him. He's on pace to get to 70. Ken, at BetMGM, Austin Matthews is the new favorite to win the Hart Trophy, NHL Most Valuable Player, narrowly ahead of Colorado's Nathan McKinnon.
0: And I, I thought, uh, I'll just once again like, I, I agree with everything you said. I thought it was interesting what Dennis said. I also thought what was interesting about what he said, Some again, sometimes it's not just like, who do you have ahead or who's first, but like, are there other details about this? He really strongly considers it a two-player race. Uh, between McKinnon and Matthews, and again, just play it out like, well, what happens if this guy does this? What happens if this guy – He's he basically framed it, and I agree with him, and I was very happy as someone who started betting this award this way to see him like lay it out like that as someone who votes, um, that he's like, look, if Matthews gets to 70, it's him, or I would say even close, honestly, because like, what if he gets 68, 69? Like, he's not going to vote for him. But like, if he gets to 70, it's him, or a really high number of goals. And if he doesn't, it's McKinnon. It was, like, almost a binary outcome with him. That's not me saying that, like, me, like, dismissing other candidates. Like, this is somebody who's, like, really, like, in this, telling you he thinks about it that way. Talked to a couple other people, um, either, like, who know voters or whatever, like, around me. Like, I got the got the same response. Um, like, I think one person even said, like, I might still vote McKinnon right now, but that's just because I don't know how many goals Matthews is going to finish with. And that's the funny thing about this one, right? Like, we talk about awards so much on the show. This one's funny to me because... A goal is like a funny thing. It's like a binary outcome. I've used that word twice already, which I don't really like, but you get what I mean. It's you score a goal or you don't. In the NBA, like, like SGA is going to score some points. Like he's not going to not score and then score. It's not zero and one. And you know, so even if he gets like twenty four, sometimes it's okay. But Matthews, it's like no, like either you do this or you're a failure that night. <laughs> like you have to get the goal, or it just doesn't work. It's a weird. It's like a home run in baseball, I guess would be a good way to compare it, where it's like, oh, well, if that guy gets 70 home runs, I'll vote for him. And be like, well, he still has to hit the damn home runs. Like, what happens when he doesn't hit the home run? Like, you can't bank on it. Like, I feel like NBA performance, you can at least bank on some level of, you know, a high usage player is going to score a lot, or at least take a lot of shots and have those opportunities. And that's what makes this one funny, because y- when you bet Matthews, and look, like, what's my best guess about how this plays out? I think it's almost just as important that Toronto's just winning all these games and slaughtering people, and as their team success goes up, that's a huge driver of him, at least over Kucherov, and then puts him alongside McKinnon. By the way, they lost in overtime last night and only got one point, but the ABS are fifth in the West in point percentage right now. Like, the Maple Leafs and the ABS are basically the same team success-wise, so that has to matter, too, here. Look, McKinnon or, uh, Matthews is definitely gaining win probability by the game in large chunks probably um but when still when you place the bet there's this funny aspect of it where it's like you are taking that leap of faith that like he might he might play great but if the goal just doesn't get scored it doesn't matter like it's a weird thing um yeah i I agree with dennis i think it's those two the market is starting to shape that way if you bet those two i think you win more often still than that bet pays just do you want to do that? But I agree with his analysis. I think we saw it play out more last night. Both players scored.
1: And Ken said this earlier in the segment, but I'll repeat it. It's a great Saturday in the National Hockey League. Toronto at Colorado on Saturday night. Matthews v. McKinnon. Sports. Coming well, up next, Johnny Venezia giving us college baseball bets to wrap up our number two.
2: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. For the first time since 2009 and 7th overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken
0: Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Uh, Carl Ravitch, right, with the call on ESPN last year, uh, the final game in Omaha of the College World Series. That was a disappointing, disappointing a end of the, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: bet Florida for a lot pre-tournament. Like I hedged a little bit, but I was still like, "Yeah, let's ride this out." They won game two, and then they, and then they didn't win. LSU had like all the best players, though. And they had, like the best pitcher and the best hitter, didn't they? Something like that. What was I, that guy's forget, name? The guy was, who left a Skeens? Right, was well, that guy's yeah, Paul,
1: name? Well, well Paul Skeens, who was the first pick in the draft by the Pirates, and he's yeah. dating Jake, who's the um, like the LSU like gymnast influencer who has like, oh, like yeah. nine nine billion like followers. Oh, Livy <laughs> Liv- 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 Dun. What was the uh what was the Livy thing? Like did Livy did Livy riz up did Baby Gronk
0: Gronk riz up up Livy? Yeah.
1: We're gonna do
0: that next segment. Maybe not here, but we'll do that next. Yeah.
1: Like, like, what what, what language is all of this in? So, uh, yeah, Paul Skeens is now in the Pirates' farm system. Maybe he'll pitch for the Pirates this year. I, I have no idea. Jake can tell us later later in the show. Our pal Johnny Venezia is going to join us in just a second here to talk all things college baseball. Johnny is way dialed into the sport, and we love him for it. But reminder to our audience, if you're watching the show right now on YouTube and Twitch, get those bets in, get those thoughts in, get those takes in. Anything college basketball-related that your little heart um, is on right now could be a bet for tomorrow something coming up soon, conference tournaments, NCAA tournament, American League Championship Series over, youtube.com backslash Odyssey sports, twitch.tv backslash betql. Get those bets in. We will read them coming up next hour here on the show. But joining us right now. Uh, the aforementioned, Wait, great to Pison, Great to welcome him back to the show, is our friend Johnny Venezia, who's doing an amazing job right now, and uh, I told Johnny this off-air. Him and I, taught, it had to be like two years ago at this point, point. and uh, we were just talking about the industry and stuff, you know, you know rapping back and forth, and Johnny was like, I, I think I want to, like, do college baseball. I think I want this to be my thing. And I said to him off, off-air, I'll say it on-air, like, I'm proud of you, man, because you've kind of, like, established yourself as, I don't— it, like one of the guys, if not the guy, yeah, in this space doing college choice. baseball betting, he's awesome. Um, on Twitter at underscore, we gotta get a better Twitter handle. That'll yeah. be my next piece of advice. You can't have your Twitter handle start with an underscore, so we gotta work on that. At underscore John Ev TV, and we want everyone to check out Breaking Bet which is this college base actually marketed, right, as the college baseball betting show, and I love that. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, and on YouTube, Breaking Bet with our pal Johnny Venezia. Johnny V, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, how's it going?
3: Long time no see, boys. I really missed you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And by the way, the, the underscore was not something that I was looking for because I originally tried to do at Johnny V TV, and I think somebody already had it, believe it or not. So the underscore was a a necessity for me to retain the title of being Johnny BTV.
0: It's like Tyler on our show staff. He's Tyler Morales. He went with Tyler Morales zero. Like, it is just because somebody has the title. Like, we can – we'll figure out a way around it. We'll do some good stuff. And Johnny, we played that cut there. We were talking about Florida LSU and what we had last year. I think kind of everyone's first question, just like when we do a sport like this that you're an expert in but that people don't really know a lot about is they kind of maybe remember who won the last year and they're just going to wonder, like, all right, like, who's this year's LSU? Like, who's this year's team that's got great players that I'm going to get to know and they're going to go on and win the College World Series? Is there, like, maybe not a super team, but a team out there that you think has the chance to be this year's LSU? Two of them were uh, as my preseason,
3: finally, College World Series, Omaha bound. The Arkansas Razorbacks is my my team this year. Uh, And I've recently really felt good about adding Oregon State to the mix. I was worried about the Beavers. Thought they would be a final eight team, as I said, but I was worried that their pitching wasn't going to be able to hold up. But uh, it's a veteran mix of guys. Aiden May transferred from Arizona coming in, looked really good last week. Those two teams are actually facing off tonight. It's going to probably be one of the best games of the entire season. This Oregon State team has the best lineup top to bottom, the best, the deepest, led by top five projected pick Travis Bazana, the Australian sensation in this year's draft. And, uh, I think those two teams are very likely to be battling it out in Omaha in the uh, late June.
1: Uh, the some call them the Saucy Aussie for Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State eighteen to one to win the uh, to win the to win the College World Series. Johnny, what are some other teams that you're like kind of percolating on right now? Maybe maybe they're not going to win, but you think we'll be there in the end. And again, I'm asking this as someone who doesn't know a lot about the sport right now, but wants to start betting it. Like, what are some teams that I should be thinking about as we head into Omaha and obviously the regular season right now?
3: A team that I wasn't 100% sold on to win it all because of their hitting, I had major questions, but they have probably the best pitching front to back. That's the Duke Blue Devils. They're led by Jonathan Santucci, projected first-rounder this year. Stuff is electric, 98 on the fastball as a lefty. Disgusting, fall-off-the-table slide piece. This is a guy that struck out 11 Demon Deacons in early March last year. He ended up you know, going forward to third, gave up four runs, but the guy's got the stuff. And they have a plethora of arms, and the offense this far has looked really good. They actually got steamed down from 70 to 1 on Sunday night to 40 to 1 on Monday morning. So the market is really standing up and taking notice how good this Duke Blue Devils team could be. So that's definitely somebody I would keep my eye on. Uh, they're going to have a real shot to make a run at this thing.
0: Johnny, I I don't really uh, I don't really watch college basketball. That's like used to be my sport that I like would handicap a lot. But I still look for things from teams when I when I watch them play even early in the year. Like I'll catch a game here. I'll catch a game around Thanksgiving early in the season, kind of like where we are with college baseball right now. And I'll be like, I'm looking for like that exact trait. Like, do they have NBA talent and, you know, whatever rebounding and you make up whatever stat you want? Like, it's really, I mean, it's February. We're talking about baseball, but like, is there like, what's the number one thing, like a team to get on your radar? Is it a, a starting pitcher? Like, is it, you know, top to bottom, like lineup consistency? Is it major league baseball talent? Like who has guys that are going to get drafted? Like, what is the number one thing you'd look for now in a team where you kind of store that away and think that's maybe a team I want to bet on down the road?
3: It's, it's a combination of all of the things that you just mentioned, but I would probably say the pitching has to be one of the top priorities. We've seen a lot of these teams so far that don't have necessarily great pitching, and they're top-tier programs, and they're having to be really uh, rallying in the late innings. Like, for instance, TCU had a great magical run last year. They picked up a couple transfers, notably uh, Peyton Tolley from Wichita State, two-way player. They had a battle last weekend against Florida Gulf Coast. No slouch. You get a lot of these really good mid-major programs in the states of Florida, California, and Texas because of the surplus of talent in those states. But you need to have the aces. And typically, I like to back the Friday night horses. And we're going to get into a couple plays in a minute here. But if I'm looking to back a team and it's a, a fair price and they have a huge pitching advantage, especially with the guy that is projected to go in the first or the second round, it's hard for me not to take that team unless they're an absolute abomination. And uh, I just, that's the one big thing that I would look for.
1: You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Friday, talking college baseball bets with our pal, Johnny VTV, a.k.a. Johnny Venezia, the host of Breaking Bet, which is the college baseball betting Podcast Johnny V. We'll get to some bets for tonight, bets for this weekend in college baseball. But uh, talk to us about the Golden Spikes, which is like uh, college, like the the, the 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 MVP award, basically, right? To the top amateur player in college baseball. Won last Daddy, year by Dylan on. Cruz. No, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I love Daddy that. And I love that yeah. yeah. Um, won last year by Dylan Cruz, who was like the best you know position player LSU yeah, had. Schemes 200. the pitcher. At Adley Rutchman, or as Jay calls him, Dadley Rutschman, won it back in 2019. Uh, what about Golden Spikes as we handicap this award? Best amateur player in college baseball.
3: So FanDuel, I got to give them a lot of credit. They were the first and only book I've ever seen put that out. It's like a historical thing because we haven't seen awards like that come for college baseball. Uh, of course, they limited you. They were afraid Big Daddy, Johnny V TV is going to come in and whack them for a bundle. Jack Haglione opened up at 5-1. He's the rightful favorite. Everybody's comping up to Shohei Otani. I'd be surprised if he's not a top-five pick in this summer's draft. So he was obviously a, a go-to pick. Then I got my boy Vance Honeycutt from UNC, a guy I believe is the next Trey Turner, 25 home runs, 29 steals. The kid is a gold-glove center fielder, Rob Moore home runs than Andrew Jones, Go on YouTube and uh, check it out for yourself if you don't believe me. And then the long shot that I put in, I got him at 75 to 1, bet him the max 50, because that's all I could bet. Tweeted it out. Within 48 hours, 75 to 1 became 40 to 1. That's on Texas AM's outfielder, Jace Lavalette. This kid is probably the college version of Matt Olson. He has five home runs already to start the year, and I think there's a real shot he's going to have the ability to steal this award because he's a guy that we realistically could see 30 home runs from, maybe 25 steals. If he gets that average into the 330 territory, AM's and a little team that we're looking at come June, there's going to be a shot that this kid is going to be in at least the finals and for this award. And to be honest with you, I couldn't believe how long his price was. And God forbid, will let me put a bag on this. Like I'm talking a okay. nickel.
0: Okay. I'd be taken into the bank right now. We going a you a billion dollars in Golden Spikes.
1: And also, what we want to say is that BetMGM yeah. is our preferred sports book. The king
0: of sports well, the, books. So just the good wanna, news is they want to say that. One, one, one book deals it. This is how this stuff works. One book deals a market. Now all the other ones are like, well, we got to deal it too. Mm-hmm. We got to put it up too. Say, so, hey, hey, MGM, let's get a golden spikes market. Let's talk about it on the show. Sounds like a great idea. Johnny will go and embed India. He'll do a little price discovery. We got like a minute, 90 seconds to go. Johnny, you were saying you had some bets for the weekend that you liked. Why don't you give us uh, those here at about 60 seconds?
3: Let's get Friday night started, kid. We got Trey Savage of East Carolina, another projected first-rounder, carved up this UNC team last year. Six innings, one run, eight punchies. I got them at plus 105. That's where I gave them out last night. They got steamed like a little choo-choo train. They're out to minus 140, minus 150. We're going to go with Oregon State. They're trending around minus 110 now against Arkansas. Hagan Smith, one of the top projected arms off the board. This Oregon State. Beaver's offense is a daddy wagon they're gonna be putting up a lot of 10 run pieces on their own accord this year and then we're gonna throw in a little Arizona wildcat money line this team hits and hits and hits and hits they're out to like minus 145 tonight here uh, I'm really feeling my card I feel like it could be a clean sweeper if a few things go my way tonight. Wow.
1: Uh, our pal yeah, our week. pal Johnny V doing an awesome job here on You Better You Bet. If you like Johnny V talking college baseball, you got to check out his show, Breaking Bet, which of course is the college baseball betting show. I don't know if, if yeah, you, when you, when you talk about it, do you call it the, do you just say it's a the? Uh,
3: you know, after I'm doing an intro here, uh, I got one quick thing before I get off. Northeast we have like a team when I like see state. Vegas <laughs> a month ago hit them at 2,500 to one. I got a bundle on them. No more almost. I almost hit the Circus Survivor this year, and I almost hit Wake Forest last year. 23 was the year of almost. 24 is the year we deliver, baby.
1: <laughs> wow. what, what, what is this, the, oh, the Johnny uh, V promo, promo segment here? Right. Great. Uh, on Twitter, at, at <laughs> <laughs> underscore Johnny VTV. Breaking Bet <laughs> right. is the show. Hour two done. Hour three coming up on the other side. Keep on sending in those bets on YouTube yes. and Twitch for College Hoops. We'll start Woo. getting into them on the other side.